Hey, I'm Peter. And I'm Heather. Welcome Welcome to to No No Greater Joy, Joy, a parenting podcast to help you raise kids who walk in God's truth all the days of their life. Each episode will give you practical advice that will help you align your parenting with the Word of God. Because in the end, there's There's no no greater greater joy. Welcome back, Heather. We are back to No Greater Joy. Yes. I love it. No Greater Joy. It's true. And uh, we're excited to be back with you talking about a fun subject today. (laughs) I enjoy talking about this one. (laughs) This is one that I think will be, uh, it'll be good for parents to hear. It'll make you think. It'll make you uh, maybe pray through some things. You know, we're doing a, a fast right now. And uh, that means we are putting aside food to kind of uh, make place for more prayer and asking God for his guidance and his intervention and his uh, uh, all that he has, because, um, you know, we're praying for our church and our families and the families that are listening in right now. That's right. I want you to know that if you're listening today, we are praying for you. We're fasting Mm -hmm. for you in this new year and uh, really praying for breakthrough for you guys, praying for God's best. Uh, praying that God would equip us and help us this year to uh, just continue these conversations and help us to reach more families and yeah. really to um, grow. I want to grow this year as a parent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to grow this year as a husband. I want to grow this year as a person. And so uh, that's kind of what it's all about. I could, I could give about. you a list if you'd like. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's a great husband. I set you up. I put the ball yeah, up you, there. you teed it and I just said, spike. So what are we talking about today, Heather? You know, I want to talk about something that is, I believe, one of the hardest parts of parenting. Okay. Would you agree? Before we before we let this out of the bag, would you agree that this is one of the hardest parts of parenting? Am I supposed to act like I don't know what you're going to say? or am I No, supposed to- you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> they uh, don't know, though. Yeah, I, I think it is one that is so important to really, as a couple even, yeah. or, you know, if you're... Uh, you're parenting other ways, you're a single parent, you really need to think through and pray through. It's not like you can just do it right. and be an expert at it. Oh my gosh, that's so It's true. not like you can't, you just don't wake up and you're just great at it one day. It's one of those that you have to pray through, think through, make a plan for, mm-hmm. yeah, and then continually seek God for guidance on. And the topic is, should we say it on the count of three? One, Drum roll. two, three. Discipline. Oh, what? You let me say by myself. Anyways, discipline. discipline. Today, we're going to talk about not just discipline, but discipline versus punishment. Mm. I believe that this gets muddied. Yeah. I believe, you know, if you've been around the church long enough, you've heard probably about discipline. You've probably heard about you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. You've heard all of these very quotable things. Yeah, I, I have. I was just thinking of a story right as you were saying that. Yeah, tell us. So I, I went to a Christian school for a few years. Oh, no. Growing up. Did they spank you at school? No, I didn't oh, okay. get any spankings at school, thankfully. <laughs> but I went, I got in trouble big time, seventh grade. Oh, yeah, boy. seventh grade. Got in trouble big time. And I went to the principal's office and I... I sat down across from his big like oak desk and up on the wall behind him was a giant paddle, (laughs) a giant paddle that was reserved for like extreme versions of punishment. Yeah. Corporal punishment. Corporal punishment. And (laughs) 
I didn't get in trouble, but I think it was just there as like to a scare you. <laughs> yeah, yes, scare healthy you, fear. Put fear in you, and and uh, it sat right above the principal's head. But the the legend was that there was a girl one time that had to get a spanking, <laughs> and she was just like it was like. I mean, uh, it was just a, a legendary tale that went through the school. It was just, I don't know if it was real or not. The social trauma that would come from getting spanked at school. <laughs> but can you imagine? <laughs> it's the end of your social life. Can you imagine trying to have that above a desk now? Oh, no, definitely not. We we live in California, and that definitely would not be okay. <laughs> I even think it had holes in it, you know, to try. Oh, yeah, aerodynamic. <laughs> It was just, oh. oh boy. Anyways. Okay. So yeah. Uh, it, you got any you know, good stories? Was, oh, oh gosh. I have, I have one about our son and I hesitate to even tell this story because I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression that we like beat our children. Cause we don't. Let me make a very big disclaimer. Anybody who knows our children knows that they're, they're great children and we love them a lot. And we let a lot of people speak into our lives about parenting, <laughs> but um, you know, a lot of people have different views and opinions on spankings, yeah. spankings or not. And I am a firm believer. This is a Heather opinion. I am a believer that every kid is different. That's right. And that every kid, um, uh, you, you discipline differently with each kid. And so some kids, um, I believe a proper spanking, which we will talk about in this episode. What does that look like? How do you do it correctly? I believe that a proper spanking, um, done correctly works for some kids, but for other kids that doesn't work. And, um, for our son, there was a short time frame when spankings worked for him. And so we were in a store, <laughs> we're in a store and we go past the wooden spoon section, kitchen section, the kitchen section. And lots of people, walk, I'm setting the scene here, lots of people walking around, you know, I, I had waved at a few people that had recognized me from church. <sighs> Okay. Hey, Pastor Heather. Hey, how's it going? We go by the spoon section and my son looks up and he goes, look, mom, a whole wall of spanking spoons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, needless to say. He was really little. He was little. And, uh, you know, so in his eyes, he's just like, what? They, they, I'm like, that's right. They make them in bulk, son. That's right. Um, no, but anyway, spankings, non-spankings, all of those are, you know, you, you got to decide and pray and, and figure out who your kid is uh, to discipline correctly. But I want to talk about a little bit about discipline versus punishment because they are different. Yeah. Would you agree? They are. And, and I feel like just how you mentioned that we have to discipline every kid differently. Yes. Um, you know, that was a, a major eye opener for me as an only child. I, I didn't yeah, that's right. know that this operated that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful to have two kids and, and a boy and a girl so I can kind of see the differences. But I feel like, too, that that there are also seasons of discipline, how it, it, it changes and adapts and morphs yes. just depending on your child. And I think the word is clear mm-hmm. that we are to train a child in the ways that they should go yep. for when they're old, they won't depart. Right. We've talked about that verse before, but. You know, really, as a parent, I am to be a student of my child. Mm, so good. I am to know what excites them, what gives them passion, what what um, what they love, what, what their the, weaknesses are, what their weaknesses are, what the what they you know want and don't want. And I think that 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 those milestones that you know those help you to have this conversation. So it absolutely, you know, this even this conversation it changes as they grow. 
yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, um, I think even the word spanking, there's a, there's a short window for that when it's yes. appropriate. Agreed. So yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's start first. Uh, I want to, I want to really clearly define when in this episode, what we're talking about discipline versus punishment. So punishment, uh, is when a behavior of your child, something that they've done, whether it actually be wrong or not, bothers you so much that it moves you to uh, give a punishment in a way that's like, hey, that's annoying me, so I'm stopping the behavior because it's affecting me. That is punishment. And you usually know that you're operating out of punishment because you have responded hastily out of frustration, Mm. out of anger, out of whatever. And so though they may be in the wrong and though they may need discipline, uh, when I respond out of anger, um, that's not actually teaching discipline. That's just punishment. Or annoyance yeah. or inconvenience. Now, discipline is the opposite of that. The child could do the exact same thing. But if I take the time and I go, hey, discipline says I love you too much mm-hmm. to allow you to continue that behavior. Yeah. And if at the end of your conversation with your kid, your kid does not understand that this consequence is out of love and they may not know it right away. Let's be honest. They're kids, right? They, they haven't fully, you know, understood everything. They, that's why God put parents in their lives. But, you know, at, at the end of it, they need to understand that the re we're working together to right. teach you. I'm giving you the tools. Discipline is giving your kid the tools they need to, when this problem comes again, when this behavior comes again, when this situation comes up again, it get, it's just like discipline with uh, working out, right? Discipline is I, I go every day even when I don't want to. Yeah. Right? No, and I, I think it's important to notate that God chose you mm-hmm. to be your child's parent. That's right. uh, whatever that looks like. And God chose you to be in their life. Yeah. And you are called by the word of God to discipline children. It is not something that's old school. That's kind of a, a something that's thrown around. It's that's like, good. oh, that's old school. Oh, that's just, uh, oh, that's really heavy handed. Oh, that's, right. uh, no, it, it's in the scripture. And if you are trying to figure it out, I want to remind you that God's word is the source mm-hmm. that we take our uh, direction from. Yep. Uh, I was thinking about it while you were talking about uh, a moment in kids ministry. Do you remember there was that kid in the nursery and this kid was like, really smacking up on everybody in the, in the nursery. Yeah. And, uh, and just didn't talks of, of discipline here. And so I, I called the mom cause this little guy was just really being physical with all the other kids in the nursery. So I called the mom during service and we had a chat and I said, Hey, your little guy, uh, we, I just let her know, this is what we saw. This is what happened. He was kind of hitting the other kids and really being physical. And I said, so what are you doing at home yeah. to have conversations about you know, this little kid. And she looks at me and she says, we say, oh, no, buddy. <laughs> and, and I literally couldn't believe it. I was like, I that's how funny it was. <laughs> I sat there and I was like, wait, I, I'm like, what? Is there more? And yeah. she goes, she goes, no, you say it like this. And she like did her hands and her face. <laughs> oh, no, buddy. Oh. And I. I literally, like, it caught me off guard. I was, yeah. like, fab- flabbergasted. I, like, didn't know what to say. And I was, like. Really? Are you are you punking me? You're, like, waiting for somebody to come out with cameras? Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> huh. And then I was immediately, like, what do I do with that? Yeah. What do I do yeah. with that information? 
with helping this kid not hit other kids. Yeah. Because that's not, you know, and, and this mom, we she's great, you know, all the things. And we're just obviously making a funny moment out of it. But the reality is, is that's a great example of that's not, that's the far other side, right? You Punishment would be the far, if punishment is the far right side, right? I got all angry and upset. The other side that where we see, uh, I believe working with kids all the time and even in our own lives, you can also go to the other extreme where there's too much grace. Yeah. And you're not teaching discipline that way either. That can happen every day. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, you brought up in uh, uh, the Bible says, and so I, I don't want to just ever say That's that right. the Bible says things. I want to actually give you scripture. So That's right. uh, if you ever need wisdom just in life in general, the book of Proverbs, just go ahead and start at chapter one and read all the way through. Uh, but in Proverbs 23, verses 13 through 14, it says, Do not withhold discipline from your child. If you discipline them with a rod, they won't die. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm not telling you to go pick a rod from your tree. Please don't do that. Um, but uh, basically this the thought process is don't the Bible is telling you don't withhold discipline. Yeah. And you know, in one of our very first episodes, we talked about you know what it is, how do you raise kids according to God's word and it's it's every moment. It's every moment of every day. yeah. And to be quite honest, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting. And I think when it comes to discipline, the main word, that we have to use over and over is consistency mm. and consistency is exhausting because you have to do the same thing and teach when you're ha- full of energy and when it's at the end of a day yeah. and when they've been pushing your buttons all day and they've been testing the boundaries all day and you're like, man, I just got to be consistent and I need to keep my heart in a place that I want to teach you. I want to, because here's, here's the reality. And this is what I always keep in sight is this we are not disciplining our kids to make perfect adults mm. i think that is a common misconception so good we're not let me say that again you are not parenting and doing it god's way so that your kid will be perfect yeah you are disciplining your child which is giving them tools you are giving them the tools to use when they get in situation they have to choose from right from wrong yeah Right. You're giving them the tools because they are going to be in a situation where there's going to be a right answer and a wrong answer. They're going to be in a situation. They're going to make the wrong choice. They're going to. That's that's just the nature of being human. Right. But the truth is, is I am the physical representation of who God is in their life. Mm. I, as their parent, am am standing in the gap and I'm going, Hey, okay. It's very unfair advantage. I'm nowhere like God, but this is who they are going to relate him to, right? They're going to go, my parents are the closest thing I have to understand who God is. And if, if my kids can't obey me, a physical human being standing in front of them, when the day comes that they're an adult and God asks them to do something, right? Right. They can't physically see him. And I haven't taught them through discipline how to hear the voice of God, how to read the word, how to listen to authority, how to do all of these things. The chances of them listening to God, if I never taught them how to listen to me, are slim to none. Right. And I that is my goal as a parent is to get my kids across the finish line, that they would trust God, that they would love God, that they would follow God, not that they would be perfect. Right but that they would have the tools they need when the time comes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Yeah, because they will be an adult. 
they will have to do it on yeah. their own. Uh, they make a decision. They they follow Christ or not. And um, so these are the tools to help them navigate those decisions. Yeah. And uh, I have to model it. I have to live it. And but I also have to teach them yep. how to follow God. Yep. Following God is is a journey. It's not. It is not easy, right? Even Jesus said in the Word that there will be trials. Yeah. And following God is 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 tough. And so. Um, me disciplining biblically, biblically, yeah, and doing it God's way, and really putting God at the center, even of that thing that's hard, yeah, really is trying to set our kids up for success mm-hmm. in relationship so and following and listening. You can see all throughout Scripture, all throughout God's Word, the children of God who listened, yeah, and were rewarded <laughs> and blessed, and the children who strayed and ran, and and there is lots of discipline in the Bible. So much. The whole Bible is God, God disciplining the people of God over and over, and then making the wrong choice. Which goes back to my point: God is a perfect parent. Yeah. And if God is a perfect parent, and His kids disobeyed, and His kids made the wrong choices, the chances of yours and mine making bad choices are a hundred percent. Right. <laughs> well, I really liked what you said when we were kind of even just talking about this this topic today, just about this idea that um, somehow. Uh, I'm trying to perfect my kids. Mm, yeah. And I think that's just so, uh, just such a, I mean, it's just so bad. Yeah. You're not going to create a perfect child. Like no. Heather just said, God's own children fail him and we continue to. Yeah. And so knowing that as a parent, I need to take a step back. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I will admit I'm the one who gets stressed out probably when it comes to discipline more than you do. You have a lot more grace mm. and I'm certainly working on it and, and getting help and support in that. Um, but I can't perfect them. No. And me overreacting does not help. Mm-mm. Me um, getting upset, it, it doesn't really fix anything. I'm not trying to perfect my children. What I'm trying to do is lovingly show them the way. I'm trying to model it. I'm trying to live it. Right. And I'm trying to get them to understand these values because, again, it's the whole no greater joy thing. It's about the end of their life that they would be walking in the truth. Absolutely. You know, this goes back to, you know, I think in our day and age, unfortunately, um, you know, we've kind of gone away from like, it almost feels like we've, we've given kids the authority in our homes. Yeah, We've said, here's the reins, little Timmy, <laughs> take it and run. It's, you always know, a, like, it's always a Timmy. I know. My dad's name is Tim and he would be mm. so sad. That was his like childhood name that he got made fun of. By. I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> I love you. I won't use Timmy. But, um, you know, unfortunately, the world, which we know, but maybe you haven't heard it in a while. So I'm going to encourage you with this. God's way is the right way. Yeah. Doesn't matter what new thing is in culture, what new parenting wave is going through, whether you're organic or your kitty five bags of Cheetos in one sitting. Doesn't matter. All of that. I mean, it does matter. Right. We should we should do our best and whatever we feel convicted by the Lord, how we should raise our children. We should do that. But what I'm saying is, is that if the Bible is not your foundation for parenting, then you are going to feel extra stressed out. Yeah. If you are not grounded in the fact that God's way is the right way, you are going to be blown every which way the wind blows. Yeah. Every time a new parenting blog comes out or a vlog or whatever, you're going to listen to it and take it as Bible because you are not grounded and rooted in what the word of God says. And so I believe if you're listening right now and you're going, 
man, discipline is an area I need to work on. I just want you to open your Bible and read through Proverbs. Yeah. I just want you to open it up. Start before you change anything, before you go drastically doing anything, I just want you to start reading the word of God because it's going to give you the, the foundation you need to work on. Um, and then, you know, and I, I say all that God's way is the right way to lead to this. In Ephesians, we see God talking or we, we see that God's giving a command to act to our children. Mm. It's not, it's not just, again, this goes back to God's going to ask him to obey someday, right? right? He already has, he's written to them. His words in the Bible is this in Ephesians six, one through nine, children obey your parents in the Lord. Every parent said, amen. amen. I'm just going to let us sit in that for amen. a minute. Children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This isn't old school. This isn't the Bible's outdated. This yeah. isn't any of that. This is because God, your children are God's children first. He knows how he designed them. He knows the plan for them. That's right. He knows everything about them. And he wants them to fulfill the destiny that he has created them for. That's right. And so us following this game plan is not us going, oh, we're so old school. We're in the Stone Ages. This is us aligning ourselves with, God, this is your kid. That's right. This is your kid. I'm going to do what you've asked me to do because you've entrusted me with them. And so requiring your children to listen to you and obey is not trauma. Yeah. I just want to say that right now. Uh, that goes against culture, but you requiring your child to re- to speak in a respectful manner to you is not trauma. It's actually doing good. It says right here in the yeah. word. Yeah. You requiring your child to, you know, be kind to others is not trauma. That is you teaching them how to be somebody that is attractive because God wants them to attract people to themselves with the thought that he is going to be in them therefore attracting people to him right right. so everything that we do i I just don't want you to get trapped i want to encourage you today as parents if you've had this burden like man i just need to do more my kids are out of control there's actually a verse in the bible too that talks about how uh, when you teach your children to obey it brings peace to you Mm. all right let's talk about that yeah we're sitting in a restaurant remember all those terrible times there was a whole season where we did not go out to eat yeah because it was just we stressful. We had toddlers. It was just like, no, this stressful. Is not, it's not worth it. And expensive. It's not worth it. It's stressful. expensive. They don't eat the food I buy them. Yeah. Uh, that's actually still kind of true. Yeah. Actually, guys, for those of you out there, pray for us because we've moved away from the kid menu. Our children are now older and they want to <sighs> eat like adult food, which only means that I have to pay adult prices. That's terrible. It Anyways. is expensive to go out to eat. It's so expensive. Um. So... Yeah. You know, we're talking about this. The Bible is the the clear guide, yeah. but there was also some great resources that we read and we continue to read. Yes. Not a one and done. We read and we read and we reread. Over and over and um, highlight. <laughs> and there's, there's some great ones out there, but for us, Dr. James Dobson has always been a lifeline. Dare to discipline. Dare to discipline. Bringing up boys, bringing up girls, strong-willed child. He has a lot of them. A library. And um, I would just highly encourage you to go and dive into that. Read Dare to Discipline. It's a great practical book. Yeah. Tells you, like, when your child does this, try this. And it it is also about the different ages, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as your kid gets older, they develop, they're going through changes. How do I respond to this? What's appropriate to say? 
the book really sets us up for those kind of moments yes. and successful things, conversations. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing is is use use God's word first yes. and foremost. And then also look to those resources. There are many that we can also recommend, but that's those are some strong ones. Make sure they're biblically based. Um, you know, there's there's some okay books out there, but I just I have a hard time, and this is a me thing. So I would encourage you though, when reading books and things about parenting your children, to you want something that's based in the Bible. Yeah, you just do. Yeah. Um, because we're raising kids God's way, so getting advice on somebody, they're just not going to be aligned or pointing in that direction at all. Because yeah. why would they? That's not their, well, and, their and, thought process. And you got to remember that God's. The design of family, the design of children was God's design. He yep. created it. So yep. he's going to be the author and perfecter of it. And That's he's right. going to be the authority on it. So uh, we use those as supports, but they are not, they are in no way to replace. I think we should talk a little bit before we end about the tag team. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but and before yep. you do, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Okay. Sorry. I cut you off. Yeah. So um, I was going to say, you know, God's word. But the other thing is, is that, you know, okay, so your kids are older, right? Then your kids are older and you have to teach them again uh, how to submit. You have That's to teach right. them again how to respect, how to That's follow right. God's word, right? It's this ongoing education. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where really that those other voices come in that we've mentioned in the past. That's where you need that small group leader to say, right. hey, remember when I saw you sassing your mom? Yep. Young man. Not cool. <laughs> remember when I saw you giving her some attitude? Mm. I don't know why that is. Boys just want to give their moms attitude. Always. Um, but they also really love their moms. It's like this weird <laughs> struggle. vortex. Power struggle. Mm. Well, I think it's because uh, boys were designed to be leaders uh, yeah. in their households. Boys were designed right. to be men one day. They're going to grow up to be men who are exactly. supposed to be leaders. It's God's design. And there's a power struggle because they're learning how to mm-hmm. lead. Yep. But first, they have to learn how to follow yeah. before they can learn how to lead. And so that's what I was going to say. This is where those other voices come into play because they can echo and support what you're saying as a parent. Totally. But as your child changes and your relationship changes and it becomes more of a um, a relationship that you support them as they are taking off the training wheels and running their own race, yep. you need those other voices. So yeah. that was all I was going to say. But yeah, go ahead. So good. No, I love it. And like we said at the very beginning, parent, uh, Parenting's exhausting. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we've done it perfectly. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's easy for us and we're just so sound in the Word of God that we just do it right every time. What I am going to tell you is that it is exhausting, and I aim to do it right more than I do it wrong. Um, but when I do it wrong, we've talked about this before in a podcast. What a great opportunity to show your kids how to be humble, yeah. how to apologize. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I yelled at you. I, I responded out of anger and I'm sorry. Will yeah. you forgive me? Yeah. You know, asking your kids to forgive you, you know, because if we're going to teach them how to obey authority, we're going to teach them how to respect people. We have to show them how to respect. You know, one of the biggest things, you how know, to as, repent. how to repent, but we also have to show them that they are worthy of respect. That's right. And, you know, I can't, I'm not going to just walk around and be like, you're just a kid, you know? And I think we, our society does that. We do that. Oh, they're just kids. And in kids ministry, you know, as kids pastors, that is the biggest thing that we fight against, to be honest, is this thought process, not, not in our leaders or anything. I'm just talking about in general, the thought process is, oh, they're just kids. Yeah. So they don't need a Y and Z, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. They're just kids. 
And the truth is, is that they're human beings. Right. They're human beings that God designed and perfected and crafted, and they deserve to be respected. And how else are they going to learn how to respect themselves? How are they going to learn how to respect their spouses if we don't show them that you're worthy of respect? Yeah. And I I require that you respect me as well. In the That's process, true. we're going to do it together, right? And so in all that, it's exhausting. Yes, we ta- if you're married tag team if you're feeling like man we just did this last night peter was like you're in it's a your tag go it's you your turn and uh so you know we we do that now if you're a single parent and you're going man i just don't have that you know this is where it becomes really important for you to find either a mentor somebody in your life that that you can trust to watch the kids so you can take a break Find somebody, go to your local church, find somebody, an older lady that can speak into your life, that can say, hey, I'll take the kids. Well, that's one thing my mom did when it was just me and her, yeah. is that she was really intentional about finding those male voices so of influence good. who took me out, who took me to the conference, who took me to the the concert, who took me to the camp and invested in me, had talks with me, encouraged me. That's awesome. And so, you know, even if you are doing it solo, uh, there are supports, and that's why the community is better. And don't don't be afraid to reach out. I I'm really stubborn, just in general. I know Peter would say, "No way, you're just not." Um, I I'm, would say that I would. I, yeah, I was just kidding. I was giving. I was. Am I supposed to make it a question or a statement? With the response that I wanted. Uh, no, I am. You know, so when we first had kids, I you know I had so much, so many people offering to help, but I didn't take it. Mm. Um, because I was just like, I want to, I want to do this by myself. I want to figure this out by myself, but I would have been so much better off in my mental space, in my spiritual health and all of those things. If I had just let somebody help. And so, you know, if somebody offers to watch your kids, let them, if somebody offers to take your, your son out for a, you know, I'm going to take him out fishing or I'm going to go do it. Let them, you know, obviously if they're trusted, don't let a stranger take your child, (laughs) but, uh, you know what I mean? Like let people help you. It's important. You need it. And honestly that goes across the board. Even as a married couple raising kids together, we need help. We need those small group leaders. We need those coaches. We need those people. That's right. Um, so we're all, none of us are immune to needing help. Well, I think this is a conversation that will continue. Um, this topic is a big one. And the bottom line is, is that we need to seek God. Yeah. We need to learn how to do it. Ask him for guidance. Yes. I'm fasting right now. I'm trying to grow in these things. Yeah. And so I hope you are too. Heather, would you just pray for parents today who are yeah. trying to figure this out and encourage us today and let's seek to God together on these things. Yeah. God, I just thank you today. First and foremost, God, we remind ourselves that your these are your kids. God, and we want to, would you just continue to remind us that this week, God, as we parent our best, God, I pray that you would give us wisdom, That's right. God, that you would give us a patience that uh, we can't understand supernaturally, God, That's right. that you would give us the wisdom to make the right choices, that you would put the right people in place at the right time. Yes. God, we uh, ultimately, God, we just are saying, God, we surrender as parents, God, and we want to do this the right way. God, I pray over every parent that's listening today, God, that you would give them an extra dose of grace, yes. an extra dose of patience, an extra dose. God, just give them even energy. God, I pray for an energy to be consistent. God, that you would show us this week, God, that 
just a small tweak that we can make. God, something small. God, and I, I just pray ultimately that, uh, God, as we as we do this thing, God, uh, as we walk in the truth, God, and we and we seek you, God, that our kids, there's no greater joy, God, than to see our kids walk in the truth. That's and right. that's what we want, God. So in your son's mighty name, God, we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of No Greater Joy. For more episodes and resources, visit stowministries.com, where you'll also find links to connect with us on social media. Parenting can be tough, so let's stick together. Because in the end, there's there's no no greater greater joy. joy.